Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, and today I'm with my bae, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've been friends for, I think, about a year and a half now, haven't we? Has it been a year and a half? It's been too really long. Thing. <laughs> um, That's crazy. But yeah, I am with the lovely Georgia Rose, who does makeup, she does bikini, she does swimwear, she just does like everything, and she now has the <laughs> cutest dog. So if you hear a little bark in between then you kind of know why <laughs> but we just thought we'd come on and talk about i don't know just talk fitness industry and all the things that i do I pretty suppose. much yeah. because like for me i'm not a makeup person like you know yeah. this anyway hence why i come to you yeah. um but yeah just don't do you want to give like an introduction like who you are how you yeah. came into the industry all so, that sort of thing and um, explain the accent first i think that's oh yeah everyone's like because my accent sounds so um i think transatlantic now because i've been here for a while mm. it's like where are you from? Or I get like, are you Irish? <laughs> Irish? <laughs> I'm like, I'm not Irish. Um, so I was born here. <clears throat> and then I uh, moved to America when I was six, seven. And mm. then I grew up there, um, went to school, graduated high school. Um, and then I came back here when I was 18 um, because I hadn't decided what I wanted to do with my life. I was very, I danced. I was very active. Um, I worked or I um, studied heavily in like the art industry. I always wanted to do fashion. I think my mom bought me a sewing machine when I was like 12. Um, and yeah, so I came, I didn't, I didn't apply for any colleges or universities at that time. I was just going to go to a junior college and figure out what I wanted to do. Um, and I just decided to go and follow my mom a couple of years um, after she had moved back to to London and now I'm still here 10 years on it's literally 10 years next month which really? is crazy um it's just yeah I'm almost 28 so it's it just I can't believe how fast it's gone by time flies yeah so I did um art and design at college here um and then I took um a year out and then I did fashion at uni um and that's when I kind of fell into the fitness industry kind of halfway through um, university. Um, what year was that? UCA Epsom, University of the Creative Arts. I oh, did, a, nice. I did a, a fashion degree. Cool. Um, and I just kind of got like a coach because I wanted to get into better shape. I was always like a fitness bunny, if you like. Yeah. Um, and within like several months, he thought about, do you want to do a fitness competition you've never shown me these photos oh my god they're so it was like i think it was 20 2013 i started like lifting or oh. whatever or training um and then meanwhile whilst i was doing that at university i trained um uh, as a makeup artist because i um opened my um my mom opened her beauty salon in twickenham um when i was oh my god it must have been 19 20 um so doing all that alongside everything so i've been doing makeup all through throughout mm. <clears throat> but yeah so um i got into fitness by doing a bikini competition um did you make your own bikini well yes this is kind of how the key like my cool. brand started so i was doing i was doing fashion at uni and i thought there's absolutely no way i'm gonna pay three to four hundred pounds to have someone that and I can sew, so I was like, "Why yeah. would I? Why would I get someone to make my own bikini?" And it's like, and I was, I was a student. I was on a budget. I think at the time I did my own makeup, I did my own tan. I was like doing like the bare minimum because I it was just so expensive. And mm. when you're a student, you know like what it's like. Um, and my uh, my auntie uh, runs a ice skating dress company, 
which is kind of similar because yeah. um, she was working with stretch fabrics and elastic. Basically, everything that I did not do at uni, university was like all, everything is like high fashion yeah. and tailoring and draping and all that. It's not, not, cost, not costuming. No. Um, and I didn't know, I didn't know about rhinestones and glue and like all of that. I didn't know, I didn't know anything. So I approached her and I said like, could you give me a hand? Because I know that you work very similarly because she's making leotards and it's, it's all it's oh. really, really similar. Yeah. Um, and I look back at the bikinis that I made for my competitions, and because I was so deep in prep, they look so. And because like <laughs> because bikini trends have changed dramatically over the last five years. Oh yeah. Um, they are so basic, and I would they're like so. And then even then, they didn't even have as many rhinestones as if they had on them now. Mm. Um, but I just yeah, I made my own bikinis. I made two. I had like a teal one or like a like a blue one, and I had a white one. Um, and so, yeah, so my, my, my auntie taught me how to, how to sew with elastic and I was like, what am I doing? This is also new to me. And I just kind of taught myself, like as time went on, I kept teaching myself and teaching myself and teaching myself. Um, how did you find prep? Um, because it was my, it's so funny because I, I think every, everyone's preps are slightly different. And I remember going into, I didn't, I didn't know what I knew now mm. about nutrition and macros and training and dieting yeah um and dieting culture and um then I was the kind of newbie which I feel like anyone that is that would do anything that your coach would say and you wouldn't question it yeah um so I look back at my preps and they're super extreme um and I think if someone gave it to me now I'd be like laugh in their face I'd be like no thank you so how many shows did you do I did two within, two within the same, like, six months. Okay. Well, so I did a Miami Pro. No. Yeah, that was my first show. And Miami Pro was really big back then. There was no Pure Elite. That mm. didn't even exist then. And then I had, like, an off... Well, quote, off-season. I just binged. Mm. Shock. What most... Lots of girls do. Yeah. Lots of people do. Excuse me. Um, and then I did WBFF. And, like, my condition was, like completely different to my first show i've never seen these photos this I mean, is, you're I gonna have to show me yeah, show you photos. I, I have to show you them um and i i enjoyed it um wbff is it cost an absolute fortune so i was like i did it again on a budget uh my boyfriend at the time like tanned me i think i did jan tana i did my own hair did my own makeup and um wbff like they have that whole like look that yeah. they want you to be and i definitely didn't bring I wanted to be me on stage I had like pink in my hair and like I was just I didn't understand like what what they look for yeah what yeah what they look for and like and just things like that and I I was just trying to be (laughs) just trying to bring like Georgia Rose to the stage um and I didn't want to conform and it's they definitely have like a look more so now than they did then because you look back at like stage photos and like bikinis that they wore and now there's like um there's a more of a consistency of like the look um but that comes with i think any federation Mm. they have they've like built this brand and what they want it to look like which is great um and then after that i just couldn't get along with dieting yeah i I put on loads of weight after my show my hormones are all over the shop um i had to finish uni and it was just I just couldn't fall back. I think I, t- I tried to prep a few times with different coaches and I couldn't do it. And I realized that I couldn't get my head into it. And because I was at the time building my businesses or at the time it was just my just my bikini business, 
I just, it wasn't a priority mm. to me and I, I couldn't figure out that work-life balance. It's hard to do it all though. Yeah, it definitely. Some people are just really, really good at it and they can just, I just couldn't wrap my head. I, at that time I had moved out and I was in a house share and I was like still working for Apple at the time and trying to like get this bikini thing and like, like moving and I was like, and I kept, I was like, oh, I'm going to do a show, like it'll be a good representation for my brand. I just wanted, really wanted to wear a sparkly bikini on stage. <laughs> um, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't get my head into it. And um, I don't think it's a bad thing to actually admit when sometimes it is just sometimes too, it's too much to try and do everything at once. I think yeah. people kind of shy away from that. They feel like they've got to show this, like, it's okay to do absolutely everything, but it's actually sometimes better to prioritize. Totally. So that you, instead of putting your energy into competing, totally. you still put it into competing but with your business and helping other people. Like yeah. that's kind of the way, that's the, I think we spoke about this last night, didn't we? I feel like I'm kind of in that similar mindset at the moment. Yeah. Um, like hopefully next year I'll prep and it'll be fine. But right now I'm just not, I just don't want to split my time that much because it is hard. Yeah. And especially when you're working at Apple, which is, Oh, I was, so, I was doing like 10 million things at the same time. And like, I really, really, I remember I really wanted to. I had like, a, I tried with a few coaches. It was like, oh, I'll prep you for free. Da, 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 da. And it's like, it's funny because as much as prep is a physical thing by physically eating X, Y, and Z and training X, Y, and Z, my head was not in it. And if your head is not in it, it's such, I swear it's more of a mental. It's more men- resist- you can just feel resistance, don't you? I think oh your body knows as well. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know, I have, I see some of my clients and like the ones that I am, I absolutely admire. Like I've had loads of like. Uh, nurses that do shift work they're like yeah I just done like a 15 hour shift and now I'm going to the gym I'm like oh my That's god it. you're absolutely crazy <laughs> the commitment level is crazy yeah. and and I, I absolutely admire that so much and I love meeting my clients and hearing like their stories and seeing how how hard they work and committed they are and that's kind of why I think people do prep because it's not just for the day and the three and a half minutes or whatever you're standing <laughs> on stage um I, you're supposed to enjoy the entire yeah. process if you're not enjoying the entire process why are you doing it and you need to kind of I think people need to ask themselves these questions and that's why I knew okay I want to put all of myself into my businesses and that be my yeah. pr- priority you still feel like you kind of in it as well though don't you I I feel like when I go to a show because I'm either working backstage doing makeup or whatever or I have girls on stage in my bikinis I feel like I'm part of it yeah and I, because I've been in this industry now for like four or five years I just I feel like I am experiencing it <laughs> I don't um, you know I know exactly. and if I see my girls in the bikinis or I've done the girls makeup and they place for it I'm like I have that sense of fulfillment <laughs> Um, and so they like, they, I, I, I'm fine. Like I do have moments where I'm like, Oh, I would like to, I just want to wear a bikini. I think that's literally, I think you just need to wear like your bikini instead of like your Lululemon leggings, just wear your bikini. Yeah. Around the house doing the cleaning (laughs) whilst making bikinis in a bikini. So you never went down the bodybuilding route? For if you were in shows, you only did Miami Pro and WBFL. yeah, that's my that's my only thing because now like there's PCA and there's UKBFF and I think because I'm petite and I put on muscle very quickly. Um, Damn you! Be, I, well, you're like, it's we're like the polar opposites, aren't we? You're right? so, yeah, you're like long and long and lean. Just wait for my muscles to grow. Right? Yeah, and I'm like <laughs> short, and I have to like fight to keep everything looking longer. Um, I didn't know where my body sat. Like within a month of training, I was like, I don't look like a bikini competitor because I used to dance or so I had these like quads mm. already. Um, and but now I look and I'm like, oh, because now I've 
not trained so hypertrophy or whatever you like and yeah. I'm a lot smaller now I'm like well I would probably potentially fit into bikini and I look at I like PCA I love the federation I like the way they run their shows I like the bikinis I like the stage setup everything looks all great and then there was UKBFF which was big so no I never went down that route oh. and I look at two bros now and I'm like oh it looks fun but yeah do you know what I think you should do I think you should just like not tell anyone and if just... I ever if okay just I... roll up and be like if Surprise. I ever prepped, I wouldn't tell anybody. No, I don't think I I would be like a secret prep. Although people keep asking me recently, like, are you doing a show? Because I've, I've um, been training with Yan um, and I lost some weight and I got in shape. I'm like, no, I'm just training for life. Just training for life. Jasmine um, always said, he's always said to me, she's like, Georgia will never compete again. The day I turn around and tell Jazz, hey, guess what? I'm going to be like, no, you're not. <laughs> but maybe, but you, I think... This, if I, obviously next year, I want to compete. I don't think I'd be as, like, open with it. I don't know. I feel like you're, everyone is either really open and shows every single detail of their prep. Or you don't, you don't, you don't show any. Mm. Because, um, like, whenever my friend, um, you know, my friend Kate. So she sometimes, whenever she's prepped, she's either, um, not, um, told anybody or she's shared yeah, she's, she's, or she's or she's shared the whole thing yeah because like i didn't know she was on prep until you said and i was like oh yeah no. but i had no idea yeah i had no idea so so yeah so she like likes to keep things but i like that because she's that's like the i feel like the epitome of like staying in your own lane um working hard like for herself mm. does that make you know it's for yourself i guess um and you know and then like i've have girls being like oh i've been watching um, these girls and she's competing and she's in my category and I'm feeling really self-conscious and and you are completely it's like the whole thing like variables so you are only in control of yourself mm. you don't know who's going to show up on the day you really don't you can't control what they're going to look like so why are you going to worry about who's going to be standing next to you on the stage when you have zero control yeah. over it. Especially Anyways. when you're doing a prep, like your time and your energy and everything is limited. Like you should, I always think like maximize on that, the time and the energy and the effort that you have, just instead of putting it into other people, yeah. just put it into yourself. Like Finn Day is yeah. a selfish sport. So yeah. I know exactly what you mean, babes. But it is a really selfish sport, isn't it? So in terms of the makeup side, I'm fascinated because yeah. I'm really shit with makeup. <laughs> like, you know what? It's so funny because as I've worked... I work heavily, like, in beauty. I've, like, I do I do a bit of hair. I've done weddings. I've done proms. I've done all of that. And I've done that over years. And, like, I've always been confident doing my own makeup or my friend's makeup or whatever. And been very... Um, or, I mean, I've worked for beauty and makeup mm. companies over years and I opened my mom, help open my mom's beauty salon and I do work from her t- for her time to time. I've only, only understood like all girls must be like this too. Like I thought this was like, I thought this was like a normal thing. So when I meet girls and they're like, they know nothing about makeup, I'm like, oh, like maybe this is like what I'm good at. Yeah. Like this is like, and other girls like just don't know. You're literally insane. Like yeah. I'm not even just saying that. Like <laughs> I even said to you, didn't I? Like, if I ever compete abroad, like I don't even want to pay for you just to come out. Because just, you, the way you, I think what stood out for me with your bikinis and both your makeup is that it's very, it was just, it was just very, how would I put this about like, Oh, attention like, to detail yeah, yeah and the makeup it just looked it didn't look like bodybuilder makeup but in a good way yeah does so that make sense I wanted 
I've, you know, I see, I think there's like stigma around the word stage makeup. Like people think that stage makeup, they imagine like, I don't know. I don't want to use the word drag queen because it's not that extreme. But I feel like st- this just like heavy, really yeah. over the top. Um, I understand. Yes, you're under stage lights and they can wash you out yeah. and they can do all of these things. And then you don't, you won't look as like your features will be kind of, I don't know. You can't see them as much. Yeah. Um, and there's definitely difficulties around. I mean, I get loads of girls that DM me all the time, which is sweet. Because they're like, you know, I know you're not doing my makeup, but can you give me any any advice on like foundation shades, which you can definitely get wrong for sure. Oh yeah. Which I can understand because you're everyone's like mahogany, um, and you can get it wrong by being way too dark or way too light. You've got to find something that's perfectly in the middle. Because you have to be slightly lighter than yeah. you So yeah, you're definitely lighter than your tan because then your face just looks like one dimensional Mm -hmm. and you look like you've rolled in mud and it's so unattractive you have to remember regardless of it being a body bodybuilding um federation or the fitness model federation you are being judged on your beauty oh yeah whether you want to agree with me or not (laughs) you are you are being judged on your beauty you need to look attractive your hair looks needs to look nice and it needs to complement your bikini and your makeup needs to complement you and your bikini and your features and everything like that it's absolutely essential that you bring out the best and what you have so um that's why like stage makeup shouldn't be this like big black or like bright just like blocky and like just too much it needs to you need to look pretty (laughs) you just need to look pretty so um yes it's heavy and there's lots of layering when i do when i do the makeup but the idea is to i want to like have their face contoured and bright and i think the best feedback and compliments i get is like you make the girls look really fresh. Yes. Which is funny because a lot of girls come to me not looking fresh, which I get. You're, you're, they are hungry. They are dehydrated. Um, they've got like remnants of fake tan on their face still. So I do love doing the before and afters. They're absolutely, I, lo- I adore them. So I do love, you, love doing them. So you just mentioned briefly about like them having tan on the face. I think that's the big question. It's like, do you put tan if you it's whether you're doing it yourself or whether you're going to yeah. a spray tan. I know there's some makeup artists they want you to have no tan in your face. Yeah. Some of them want like they don't don't mind like a light kind of spray. Does it matter? Um, or do you have a preference? I don't mind because either way I'm going to wipe your face with a face wipe. Okay. Because I'm not going to put foundation over a tanned face. There's mm. oil in there which can cause a foundation to slide off, which will be not so like. Uh, it won't look so flawless, flawless and clear. So I'm going to wipe your face. So whether or not, if you have fake tan on, it's probably stained your skin. So if I wipe it off and I have a clean face, great. If you don't have found, found um, fake tan on, fine. Some women, um, especially the fairer blonde women that don't fake tan their face, I have to go right into like the root of their hair. Mm. Um, with the foundation and I do it sounds silly I do at that point feel like I'm painting a face because the foundation is significantly darker than their face Mm. but it's still lighter than the tan it's quite funny it does take me a while because I have to go right into their hairline even at their their ears and things like that because they don't usually get fake tan on their ears so they've got these white ears so I'm like bronzing their ears so I try to I know so I have to pay attention to all of these things but it's usually the really fair girls that Mm. I have that I can have that issue with but personally to answer your question, I don't 
mind um, because I'm going to wipe their fake together. Yeah. I do usually send out an email to my clients beforehand being like, please come with, to save myself time and their time please come with fake tan wiped off your face and your skin moisturized yeah um one other big challenge for me is moisturize with ph like something like a simple or like simple that, yeah so if they like haven't that. that's what i usually use um because a lot of the time i have to battle with the fact that a lot of girls are mega dehydrated so i have to be really careful with the foundation that i choose mm -hmm. and sometimes um too much powder will sink into their um the fine lines of their skin mm. because they're dehydrated so it doesn't matter of the age doesn't matter if you're young you can still have when you're dehydrated you can see it in your face mm. um there's like a trick that you to show um if you're dehydrated you lift actually your finger through on your cheek like this and if you can see it like um like lines running through it that means like you're dehydrated oh, okay. which almost all women that come to me are because they, they are Actually. they're about to stand on stage yeah. so they've all they've, you know they've might have drank some wine or dropped their water and so they're going to be de dehydrated so uh -huh. um i really want their skin to look as smooth <laughs> and as bright as possible um i think another mistake i do see with makeup is like over highlighting Mm. Over highlighting meaning um, the highlight that they bring into like the T section of their face, which you see people usually put concealer um, under their eyes, yeah. um, on their foreheads, yeah. um, middle of their nose and their chin. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be white. <laughs> it doesn't need to be white um, because then if you have it look starts to look a bit like cartoony. Yeah, if they have this like really contrasting contour where they've got like. The frame of their face is much darker than the like lightness around the middle of their face, and it starts to look a bit it, like puppetry, maybe. Yes, you understand what I mean. So mm. like, though, it'd be like almost like there's this like it looks really if it's blended, it looks great, but it's very that's really staged. That's when it, I I would call it. I don't know if you've ever seen like drag queens do their makeup. Oh yeah. But they go very extreme with their yeah. contours, so their whites are very white and their darks are very dark, mm -hmm. and it just does not need to be that extreme. You are. They're all beautiful women that I'm doing makeup yeah. on. Um, Do you find that contouring's easier on a bikini competitor in comparison to someone that's like not stage lean because they've already got like the jawline? Yeah, and the hardest part actually is how do I not over contour? Interesting. Because I don't want their cheeks to look more sallow mm. um, and like go into like their face. And like sometimes I'm like, I'm not joking, like some, some women I've done makeup on, they're no such little fat in their face. Like I'm moving their skin around with the brush. Wow. Um, blush is really essential for stage because that gives them that um, youthful and life back into their skin as well. Because And as soon as they have a little bit of blush, they just look more awake. And that is, I blush honestly makes the biggest difference. Yeah. Um, obviously not overdoing it again. Um, what else? Would you say with eyelashes, do you think it's better to come with like eyelash extensions or to actually have them... Personally... I prefer when they don't come with extensions. Interesting. Because, um, and I had this issue when I had, I had extensions for a while just because I was lazy and I didn't have to do my makeup every day. But when you're doing like a big eyeshadow look, <clears throat> um, you get lots of fallout. What fallout is, is the um, eyeshadow coming off of the brush and it falls down into their eyelashes, okay. which is hard because then when you've done, you have all this fallout, the black the eyelashes don't look as black anymore okay. and that's what really finishes off a look so the only thing i have put lashes on top of people's fake lashes before which i feel like completely defeats the purpose but 
you can have what you have is included in the price. You can have your lashes if you want them. <laughs> um, but, and it, sometimes they're actually in the way mm. as well. So I found when I had my extensions, I couldn't do a big shadow look if I ever wanted to. I don't know where I would ever be wearing makeup anymore. But if I was, um, I found that the lashes were in the way. So like in the way of the brush, in the way of me doing it. And then I had the fallout and I had to try and like clean them and it's difficult. So personally, I actually prefer when people come without them. Oh. Yeah. Saves me time if I'm on, in a rush because I don't have to put lashes on them. Yeah. But it's just, you get that like, complete look with without them i do find with eyelash because i remember wearing eyelash extensions for my first show and they were great but they weren't as like thick yeah as like because when i came to you i hadn't i didn't yeah i had no eyelashes yeah. um, extensions on and it was i don't know they made the eyelashes did look a lot thicker and a bit more like it popped yeah I, well. I, I, I really like to use like big fluffy mm. um like mink style lashes for stage um do you think there's a lot of differences between the makeup you do for a fitness federation, like fitness, fatness, fat, fat, fatness, fat, <laughs> fitness, fashion, fashion. federation yeah. in comparison to more bodybuilding federation? No. It's very similar. Yeah. Oh. Um, the only thing is I think people might feel more um, brave with their looks, with the more like fitness model ones, mm-hmm. potentially. I think people want to be bog standard when it comes to the bodybuilding yeah. that is like bit of glitter um red lips or not red lips oh it's just like there's nothing i mean i had i did a girl at nfm and she came with this photo and i was like what and i couldn't believe what she wanted but i was like oh, okay i'm gonna like ch- i love a challenge because mm. a lot of the times people see my looks on my page and they're like i really like this one so i'm like turning out like the same kind of like um neutral glitter cut crease big lashes nudie pink lips Mm. lots of highlighter which is my favorite look but i do the same thing a lot because it looks great it looks great with any federation any bikini color it looks fantastic had a girl that came to me i think she was wearing a purple bikini and she wanted this like um pink and green and like purple like big honestly like I, i saw it i was like okay, this is a challenge. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. It looked so cool. She won the whole show. She won the whole, she won the whole thing. Was it Lexi? Yeah, yeah, she won the whole thing. She showed me this look. I was like, whoa. I was like, okay. That's I was cool. like, I can definitely do it. It was, it came out so, I was so pleased with it and she oh. loved it. Um, but she was not afraid to try something no. new. But so if someone comes, I think if someone ever came to me with a look that I was like, mm, I'm not so sure about that. I'd probably explain to them, I'm going to do like a look similar to this that I think is appropriate. Yeah. A would suit you, like maybe like their eyes. So if someone comes to me with a look and their eyes are completely different shape to like the photo they're saying, I'm like, just so you know, like this may not look exactly yeah. how um, it looks in this photo, yeah, yeah, yeah. but let me just try something similar as mm-hmm. you at least have. So I will always be honest with my yeah. clients. Um, and a lot of the time, people will come with photos that are, like, very heavily edited and things like that. So I'm like, I'm gonna, going to do a similar version of this that I think will look appropriate on your face. So as long as it's so basically they're getting what they wanted and I'm making sure that they have the correct stage look yeah. that won't, like, make the happy balance, I guess. Yeah. It? So you should, I think as if you are an artist um, working in the industry, regardless of it being staged or not so if you're a makeup artist and someone wants this certain look you need to be able to be honest with your clients and say it's not going to look exactly like that photo i think this will suit you more so you can 
do work that you are, that I'm so proud of, um, and then they will be happy with. Um, so it's always important to be, to be honest, because if someone's going to be like, I want black all over my eyes, I'm going to be like, no, that's, I really do not advise that your eyes are going to shrink and I'll, I'll probably have an answer to why I don't think that, Mm. but it is absolutely essential for me to be honest and say, I don't think we should do this. Um, and yeah, I'll always be, I'll always be honest. So say someone comes to you, I think I put this actually, so like someone comes to you saying, this is like basically they come to you obviously their hair's done it's like doesn't matter if it's straight curly whatever the hell it is they've got a bikini and they're like right you go you think what's best like what sort of things would you pick out like would you pick out the eye colour would you pick out the Ooh, bikini colour first that's a good question I remember when I came to you for both of them I was like I'm paying you to do this I don't want to think I about love, it I love that though I either get um, I either get the client that's come with like 15 photos uh, but and then and also none of them are the same <laughs> yeah, and I'm like okay <laughs> or I get a client that's like I like your work so a lot of girls now have seen my work so they know what they know what to expect yeah and they're like oh I really oh they might have a photo to show me that something I've done previously or they might be like I don't really know what I want what do you think I'm like yes I love this client <laughs> this is my favorite kind of client because then I could be creative and I could do what I like but, like, when you came to me, which one? Both. I did PC London and my blue bikini, and two bros was the purple. I'm trying to remember. And it was slightly different each time. Yes, so I remember your navy blue bikini. We did, like, a subtle smoky glitter, I think, mm-hmm. yeah? And then I loved your other one. I, we did, You love like, the two bros one, don't yeah, you? Yeah, the two bros was, like, my favourite makeup we did with you. That was, like, you did more purple. We did, like, because I was like, oh, I'm going to put some colour in, which I feel like people can feel nervous about, but I love whenever I get to play with colour because I do a lot of, like I said, neutrals. Mm. Um, But it has to be done right. Yes. So you have to have a confident makeup artist um, because I've seen some horror stories of, like, they end up looking like clowns. So I'm like, ah, you just need to feel, have an artist that you're confident in, have maybe previously seen their work. Um, but I love, oh my gosh, I love playing with colour. <laughs> so would you go, so for example, would you, when you looked at me then, was it, did you look at the hair colour, did you look at the eye colour, what, what was the, what was so the sort of decision? So I was like, okay, she's wearing a purple bikini, let's do something like sexy, smoky, you had like long dark hair, um, you have, so you have like a nice strong brow, you have a big enough eye for me to do colour on, mm-hmm. you can do colour on anyone's eye, but you just have to be able to, it just needs to be placed and put in the right yeah. places on your face um, for it to not like make your eyes look too small or etc. You want to make your eyes look as big as possible yeah. um, for stage. Um, but I just, yeah, um, bikini color, essential to know. Skin tone as well. Okay. Um, I, I mean, certain colors like suit other like more so maybe like a blonde person i do love a blonde and a red lipstick Mm. you don't need to wear red lipstick if you have a red bikini it's not essential you can wear red lipstick i like red lipstick with a blue bikini or a green bikini it's a cool contrast actually yeah it It looks really nice like adele didn't she she wore um red with her um, green green. looks great Mm. it really suited her but she more more so is she feels confident in red lipstick and she's like, this is See, me. See, I personally, I love red on other people, but I, I never wear red on my... I don't think you ever even did red on me either. No, I think I it was more like a pink. Well, because we were doing... I would never pair red with a... Um, with, like, a coloured eyeshadow, yeah. personally. It's just a bit 
cheesy. And you look like a rainbow, probably. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's hard. You, I would do red with like neutrals, like yeah. subtle smokes. Mm-hmm. I think we did like neutral pinks. We did. Something that I want to mention as well is I understand nude lipstick is a trend and I am all about nude lipstick. You cannot wear nude lipstick on stage. It would probably look white, wouldn't it? Against you the cannot wear a nude lipstick on stage. But you do like a pink. So I do. I do like a like um. It's almost like a soft, like dusky pink, not yeah. too light that it looks grey because dusky can look a little bit grey next to a tan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and um, like it's almost like a warmer pink. Mm-hmm. Um, if you wear a nude, I mean, I like I said, I love a nude lipstick. You're just going... Your lips are going to disappear. Mm. It needs to have some color in it. Like, raspberry lipsticks look gorgeous as well. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of the, like, Barbie pink colored lipstick. But like a fuchsia pink, you mean? Um, yeah, so if you're going to wear pink, it just needs to be, like, a nice, warm nude. <laughs> warm as in going into, like, kind of, like, the closer to red side yeah. rather than closer to nude side. Mm-hmm. Um and it needs to suit their skin tone. I'm yep. not gonna put because that the color nude pink I put on you will won't look the same as someone that's skin tone is darker. Yeah, yeah, um, like someone Asian or black. I'd have to put something. Um, oh, contrasting maybe. Yeah, so like I love like a hot pink on um, on a black girl for sure, and then someone that's like Asian, I could put something like. Even actually a hot pink would look really nice on their skin tone too. Mm. Just because it's not so... It just looks nicer as well. Like raspberry pinks. Um, but yeah, you have to know your skin tones and what... And But even like I think most girls know what they feel comfortable in. Because mm. I, I... Lipstick... A lot of girls will... I, a lot with lipsticks, I'll be like... I'll show them on my hand. Be like, do you feel comfortable wearing this? Mm-hmm. Um, before I do it. And then some of those... Some girls actually just, <laughs> just don't care. Because they have no knowledge... They're so like God, so sounds horrible. I was so my brain. You go, you you making so you having to make so many decisions when you haven't got a lot of energy sometimes, mm. and that's why I love the fact I just came to you and I was like, just do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And like I a hundred percent trusted you, and now I'm not going anywhere else yeah. pretty much because it just it it pops and even like Joe, could you remember who we were sitting in? I think it was like your nan's house. Yeah, boy, yeah, yeah. Um, PC London. And Joe said to you, I don't like Jasmine, mate. Like, he just, just finds it weird because he doesn't see me. But it was the first time he's like, actually, that looks quite nice. Yeah. Because it still looked like you, which yeah. I think is the main thing. Totally. Um, accentuating your, the features that you already have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to make someone look like someone they're not. Yeah. Uh, you, you just want to, you know, I think it's, it's, it's again, finding um, a makeup artist that understands what people like people look like because yeah. every time I do someone's makeup even though I might be doing the same look it's a completely different feel because everyone's face is completely different yeah. um and I have you have to adapt to like the size of some <laughs> the size of someone's um face and lips and the space between their brow to their lash line like everyone like, oh you, everything is applied differently so it is a different challenge every time you're doing someone's makeup but yeah. that's why I love it yeah. <laughs> and that's why I can't do it and I would don't think I'd ever do myself. <laughs> or I think I I for example, say I was abroad, yeah, I feel like I could be quite confident doing my own tan. Yeah. But my my hair I could probably practice it and get away with it. I may I know that my makeup I wouldn't I would never be able to do myself, I don't think. Unless I practice for a good like five years. Yeah. Um That's why I was saying to you at the beginning, I'm like, I forget 
that people don't know about makeup. Like, I'm just, it's just instilled in me because I'm yeah. always, like, even when I was a teenager, before I even trained, I used to do, like, my friend's makeup Did for, you? like, proms and school dances and, like, because I used to do makeup for, I used to do dance competitively mm. so we had like stage makeup I mean oh, yeah. that was very cheesy it was like red lipstick lots of blush huge <laughs> eyelashes um so I guess I've just I've literally just been brought up in like doing beauty the makeup world yeah so everything I do is very creative if you like mm. um yeah so bikinis then we haven't touched on bikinis yeah. too much how much do you think there's like trends for sure oh my gosh I feel like um, but do you think you have to follow that trend? Absolutely. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I don't even know, like, like you could say that about about anything, um, anything in fashion. Like, where does it start? And and there's trends in. So there's like America. They wear the bikinis in a certain way. Yeah. Compared to Europe, like, like Russia. I yeah. think Russian. Like bikinis and you, like European, Eastern European. it's really interesting. That's so funny. I was I had a fitting yesterday and I was having this conversation with her, uh, with my client because she is having her bikini as the very European style, so no connectors, yeah. super high rise, yeah. um, like the cup, the like ombre look, lots mm-hmm. of black. Yeah. Black is super in this year and last year. Um, whereas I was comparing it to like a IFBB two bros bikini where they're like so bog standard yeah. bog standard meaning like there's like there's no ombres out there no there's, really. they don't really wear ombres out there they're like really basic plain they're plain yeah. they might have like a red bikini and they might have like a you know a slightly different color crystal <laughs> on it but they're all like the same color um they don't they wear them higher but they don't like hoist them up like they do in in uh eastern europe um and stuff like that, because um, they have to wear the connectors, which are actually quite harder. Mm. To, they're harder to wear higher up mm. than they are with like a normal like Russian style bikini bottom, um, and obviously like the WB. <laughs> so the dog's so the dog is falling asleep and snoring. Um, yeah, WBFF bikinis. They are super elaborate. I think those are obviously the. Although they all look the same, they're all completely yeah. different. They're like costumes, mm. um, which I think is great. Um, but yeah, there's def- definitely trends, and they're just changing every year, whether it be like, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, burgundy was the rage. Yeah, I was about to say, everyone was Burgundy like, was the rage. I haven't done... Have I done a... What, what, what clothes have you been doing more this year? Um, loads of black ombres mm. or ombres in general. Yeah. Um, and then any of the IFBB ones are just plain, so they're red, they're blue, they're green. Because I went to the um, that two bros seminar. Which show was it? June. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was interesting to hear the. And he was like, I think it's a head judge and all this sort of stuff. And he basically said the colors. If you wear, if you for example like myself, like pale skin, um, dark hair, it was like red green blue regal colors that's why yeah so i say if people don't know what to choose i say stay um just go regal because mm. the, you can't really go wrong with that um so whether it's like red blue um purple potentially yeah. um but you'll notice as well with um like ifbb pros like they have their 
they have their colors that they stick to like、mm. forever, whether it be like black or turquoise or, and then that will be their color. Because... Did I think I found my color yet? Yeah, I don't know. And they'll、I've... compete in that color, and they might have like a slightly different bikini, like with a slightly different rhinestone shade of rhinestone, but、yeah. it, but it's genuine. It's generally the same thing. Yeah. Um, and you'll notice that like um. Ashley、uh, Colesworth, always green. Always green.、Um, what's that? Janet、other? always wears blue. Purple. Is it? I know. Isn't Janet in purple? I said it's like a bluey purple. I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah.、Um, Angelica's like purple. Yeah.、Um, oh, who's the girl? India. Oh, was that India? India. Oh, I know.、Um, the most black all the time. Yep. 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 Yeah. Um, I think she's had a baby now. She has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, just, I feel like I have not. Yeah, so found my color. Yeah, the pros、yeah. will like have their color and they stick to it.、Mm. Um, and it's what you. Mo- I think it's all. I have girls being like,、um, "What color is in right now?" I'm like, "No, no, 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 no. You need to choose what you feel comfortable、yeah. in." At the end of the day, I can advise you and be like,、mm, "Well, because your hair color or skin color, I think you'd look good in." X. Remember you said purple to me last year. Yeah, you look amazing in purple. Thanks. Purple is not worn enough.、Mm, it's not. It's、actually. not. I, I've never. There's never been a trend of purple at all.、Mm. Red and blue and green always. I can't even tell you how many red bikinis that I've made over the last four years.、Um, I remember at one point, it was just a coincidence. I was had all my orders, and like every single order that I did, sorry,、um, <laughs> every, um, every single order that I did.、Um, Was red in a row, and it was just a coincidence. Oh, red! Yeah, I live for magenta pink, like fuchsia pink. I think if I were competing, I'd wear that. Really? Yeah, like that raspberry pink. Where would you see that in the more bodybuilding, the more fish, fish? Why can't I say that word? Fashion, 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 fitness, fashion, fashion, fitness. Um, I remember I have BBC no white. Well. Um, I don't know if you know who Jessica Aravello is. Yes, she's that petite little IFBB pro,、mm. and she wears white, and like that's like her thing. She does actually, doesn't she? Yeah. But I remember, I remember this head judge saying about like no white.、Um, I remember I had feedback from a client who said to me that her feedback from a judge was don't wear light colors on stage. Light colors meaning like pastel colors,、mm. or, like baby pink, baby blue, because they just like.、Um, Like wash out on stage,、um, and they just don't. They just don't, don't look so. No, I think I want to try、much. green. I really want to try like green and a black, just because、yeah. they're like colors that I haven't done. I don't think. I don't think. I don't wear red, so I probably wouldn't wear red. Yeah, at all. I saw a picture、um, recently on the IFBB Elite Pro, so not the IFBB Pro,、yeah. and it was so funny. I don't know what where it, the show was. Maybe somewhere in Europe, and it was the top six or the top eight or whatever. Every single girl was wearing a plain red bikini, like a basic everything. It was so funny. Oh wait, I remember seeing that. Yeah, it well. was.、Um, every single girl was in red. It was. It wasn't even like that. Not even. Not only was it just a red bikini, it was just like red with red rhinestones, like、okay. plain. Every single girl. It was the funniest picture. And then they have them like standing posing, and then there was a picture of them all like linking arms with their trophies. Every single one in red. So weird. I don't. I feel like anyone can wear red. True.、Hmm. I honestly feel like anyone can wear red.、Um, it's just a lot of people don't have feel like it's such a strong color、it、red,、um, and I feel like it's such a moody color.、Oh. Um, but I'd feel I feel confident in red. Something about the color red that makes you feel like powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.、Um, but、um, again, like to summarize, I would just say that 
um, I can, if people don't know, I would advise them and be like, I think you look good in this color. Um, but a lot of girls come with colors in mind and then maybe I can influence them in one way or the other. Um, but most of the time I think people have an idea. That's true. But people see trends like the, my client that came yesterday, um, she had burgundy last year and then she's obviously seen some of my bikinis being like, oh, I really like the black ombres that you're doing. So they're more influenced, but she's doing black and purple. Yes, I've done like black and purple, black and pink, black and orange, oh my gosh, um, black and red, black and blue. Um, so yeah, it's, it's pretty limited, but you'll never see that in America. No. Like, um, no. It's super just European. It's interesting. Yeah. There is actually little trends when you think yeah. about it, when, like, especially with Russia. I always think like Russian, Eastern European, you don't really see connectors. Like when I went to the Alicante um, and to Olympia, you could tell the ones that were from like the Eastern European Russian because they just weren't wearing connectors it was all high waisted literally as you so interesting yeah and they still placed but I thought that wasn't allowed that's what I thought but then yeah there, there was but girls that wasn't, that, but that was an IFBB yeah Amateur Olympia there was girls that didn't have connectors and were placed in first place and all this stuff maybe they'll be like their feedback would be like you can't wear that in America maybe, maybe it's like if it's in Europe you can get away but maybe once you yeah. go to America it's like you've got to wear a connect- I don't know because your, your, your friend Charlie was wearing a one that you're supposed to wear yeah yeah 100%. with the, connect- the triangle connectors yeah. top and bottom yeah the whole thing should look insane bless her should look wicked interesting oh yeah so yeah. going forward then yeah what are like your plans for I guess the business like we were talking about before, um, my my long term goal is to have a swimwear company for sure. Um, it's hard to break away from the bodybuilding industry because it's such a great niche market when you found it, yeah. and I'm lucky lucky to have started my business when I did. Um, so it's going to be difficult to like simultaneously try and work on one when I'm doing the other. But yeah. I'm working on my bespoke swimwear at the moment, which is like a good kind of place for me to start. Uh-huh. Um, and I've gotten really great response to it. Um, and then eventually start my e-commerce um, swimwear line. Um, and then to kind of, I don't know, like tapered, like wean off of, which I, I can't, it's so strange because it's been such a huge part of my life and it's basically been my life for four yeah. years. I can't imagine not making bodybuilding bikinis anymore. So I don't know, we haven't, I don't know what's around the corner, but Exciting. I'm really happy with how I'm doing everything now. It's tough doing obviously the makeup and that's like picked up, like it's literally gone tenfold in yeah. like a space of a year. Um, doing that whilst doing bikinis because that takes away my time well, yeah, on, the, on the weekends. Yeah. Because it's a lot of traveling. Mm-hmm. It's um, not only that, but it's organizing hotels, liaising with clients, sending out invoices, and all these. It sounds silly, but all that stuff adds up. People forget. I think when you're running a business, like there's so much back end things that people don't see, which yeah. are so necessary, would take up so much time. For sure. Um, that's something that I've definitely learned. <laughs> How much. There is, obviously there's a lot of client facing, but there is a lot of back end bits. So it's like, so like, like even like, so I have to like, so you have to travel to like 
York. Oh my goodness. Your favorite My place. favorite place to drive to for makeup. And why is it your favorite place, babe? <laughs> it's so far from here. <laughs> oh my God. It took me seven hours oh, to get there on wow. a Friday. My goodness. But not only that, so like, I'm going on a Friday, for example. Even if it was on a Saturday, I don't know. I have to pack my bag. I have to make sure or my makeup brushes are washed. I have to make sure my kit is done. I have to get my, like... I don't know, like, it, like make sure I have snacks because I'll, like, I'll work for, like, 10 hours straight yeah. or something ridiculous. Um, so much organized. And it's, like, texting all my clients my room number and then getting organized, setting up, setting down, driving back, washing my brushes again. And, like, at that point, yeah. I'm, like, the next day, I'm just, like, Definitely. horizontal, can't do any bikini work. On it. So I've, I've then now lost three days of work. I think people think it's just, that like, one day when you're doing the makeup. It's no, actually, it's, it's stuff, really not. Yeah, stuff before, stuff after as well. Like, I found this interesting this year not competing I thought it was tiring being the competitor it's just as tiring being oh the per- out other person like whether you're working or supporting the other person like, it's still such a long day for like everyone oh my god you um, know when you see people like you know the the long shows are like the pure elites and that where they place everyone at the end yeah. and you see the audience they look like they're struggling <laughs> like they're like I've been here for 12 hours or whatever like and their shows will go from like the morning to the evening yeah. or at least two I think two bros is actually like that as well I think they changed I remember I think the two bros that I went to oh yeah in G they were do they had for example, they had a bikini, they had all the intermediate open masters, whatever, and then they did the results, and then they did the next category, so they do figure, figure open, figure, and then yeah. they do the figure finals, which I think is a better setup. Yeah, because you can buy a ticket to half of the show, I think, instead of yeah. going to the whole thing. Yeah. But it's a long day for everyone. It is. <laughs> oh, God. Did you, could, did you imagine yourself being in the bodybuilding world at all? It's so weird, because if I speak to someone who doesn't work in which is most people, um, the, the bodybuilding industry or the fitness industry, and they're like, oh, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, well, let me try and explain this to you. Um, I make bikinis for fitness models, and they're like, what? I'm like, like bodybuilding competitions? It sounds so niche, yeah, it but it's my full-time job, and I also do makeup for it as well. Um, and it's like it's probably like this most random job that I could think of, but everyone's like, oh, how did you get into it? And I'm like, on accident. Like, yeah. literally on accident. Um, you know, I did it halfway through uni. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew halfway through uni I didn't want to work in the fashion industry. Mm. And now I'm here and I sit here and I'm like, how did I, how did I get here? <laughs> I, like, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't have, like, a business plan. I didn't invest, like, any money into mm. it. It, it, just kind of, it just kind of happened. Um, I didn't go, oh, I want to have a like a, a bikini bodybuilding bikini business or anything whereas like some people are now probably like oh I, I might invest and in, yeah. try and start that now mm. or mine was completely on accident love it um, oh one last question because I've just caught my eye yeah difference between Swarovski and glass, other crystals why are they so much money yeah. what is the difference is yeah. it worth it Give the overview. So, I like to put it as, like, an analogy for someone to understand. Okay. So, a Swarovski crystal is, like, the highest grade and the elite, if you like, of of rhinestones. Yeah. Um, It's obviously a brand name. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you're paying for that brand name. They are the most brilliant, meaning they are, like, cut um, the finest. So, when the light reflects off of them, they will sparkle the most. Um... My analogy is, so I use glass rhinestones for my basic rhinestones, which are still absolutely amazing. They're super sparkly on stage, and I would say 
85% of my clients wear the glass rhinestones yeah. because they're affordable and they're they're beautiful as well. Um, I like to say that Swarovski is like a Ferrari and an IMAX is like a nice Mercedes. So maybe if you're like a first-rank capacitor, absolutely not essential. It's not essential. Whereas no. maybe if you go into like the pro ranks, then potentially that's maybe like the next step. Absolutely, that you can get. yeah. Um, I do a. I offer a combo, which is really popular. That's cool. So combo crystals is when you have fifty percent of each. Mm-hmm. I'll choose the ones that you want the most sparkle of um, in Swarovski, like the darker colors. Um, and then I'll use um, the lighter colors in eye mask because those ones sparkle more anyways because of the way that they're, they're uh, the paler shades will sparkle yep. more anyways. And there's more color choice, isn't there? Just... There's a lot more color choice in Swarovski. And Swarovski have colors that come in season as well. Okay. So they'll have like a collection that they bring out of all these brand new colors. Okay. Um, and like they'll have like the shimmer range and like all the different ABs. Um, and then they'll have like collections like they'll like come out for a limited period of time and yeah. things like that. Um, so a combo is really popular. Um, full Swarovski is not, I probably do like several a year because it's significantly more expensive. They are significantly more expensive, obviously not only for me, um, but for the client as well. Um, it, it just, it just costs more, but it's just, um, I like to give people the option. If people want to have an elite bikini, why not? Yeah. You know, um, and uh, I do explain to I have it on my website written like why they are expensive or, or why what each kind are so people can understand yeah um yeah that's, that's pretty much it really it is interesting seeing them like in the flesh so yeah. we're actually in um, her studio right now so it is interesting seeing them in the flesh um they are really freaking beautiful yeah I've so never nice. done I've never done Swarovski but you'll see them on all of the like um like latin ballroom mm. you know like those they, they put them on all of those dresses and that's a supplier that i buy for buy them from contacted me because i kept ordering them she's like who are you <laughs> <laughs> and she gave me a call and i said oh like i run a bodybuilding and she's like so i set up like a business account with her which is great um and she's also in the uk which is good as well um and she supplies loads of crystals to the people that make the dresses for it really comes out yes wow, <laughs> yeah um and then she actually asked me like what glue that i use because she's like oh we're trialing out this new glue can we send you some so you can give some feedback cool. um and yeah it's, it's, it's been really good and it's just taken time to find like good suppliers and things oh like yeah, yeah yeah i feel you on that <laughs> the joys yeah <laughs> Oh man! Right, is there anything else we need to cover, or we um, like, haven't covered that we should cover? Um, I feel like I've talked about myself more than I've talked about myself in a really long time. <laughs> That's what podcast is. I, don't, I can't remember the last time I just like chatted about myself for so long. I'm like, oh, this is really weird. <laughs> I love it though because you've got. I think where me and you're very similar in that respect is that we ha- we take things from a very fashion creative like points yeah you um and i see like the whole package the same as you obviously yeah. the bikini uh, and the makeup side as well so no you are you're very much um the queen of creative that i call you i like to think that i am i mean i i really really love what i do and i feel blessed every day that i can wake up and do i mean most of the time i want to like jump out the window because i have too many things to do <laughs> but i have to say i do i love what i do and i'm really lucky that i found a very strange niche here doing what I love and it kind of being involved in fitness um as well Mm. and then um it is unbelievably rewarding 
um, seeing my bikinis on stage, seeing girls win, doing makeup as well for the same reason. Um, it's super rewarding, mm. so rewarding. Um, so I do, I do, I love it. It's yeah. a massive, I think it's a massive degree of trust when it comes to that. And yeah. That's why I, I'm the same as you. You feel very blessed to know that they've chosen you. Yeah. Because that's a big, it's a big thing. And it t- it, these things take time as well. I think mm. anyone that has, um, that works doing makeup in the industry or runs a bikini company in the industry knows that like building that clientele and trust and um, becoming a, a company that people want to buy from mm. takes time. Yeah, it's not going to happen overnight. It's taken me four years for this to be- become my full time job. Yeah. Okay. So like it's 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 not been. I didn't even ever think it would be. Oh. I just did it as like, oh, let me just try this, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my god, I wake up in the morning, I'm like, how the hell have I managed to make this work? <laughs> I have. We have. So um, yeah, nothing 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 good ever happens overnight, anyways. So that's very true. <laughs> so. That's very true. So usually I ask girls what makes them not just bikini girls. <clears throat> oh. So what makes you not just a bikini girl? Apart from bikinis and everything else you've mentioned, is there anything else that as I like, you love to do or as I like really random? I think why I like doing what I'm what I'm doing is because I love people and I love doing things for people. Um I find like I was just saying, I find uh giving so rewarding mm. where it's like that feeling when someone gets their bikini and they open it and they're like oh my god I had a girl send me a video of like her crying open oh. the box I was so emotional I cried too um <laughs> and there's just something about like I love doing things for people and whether I but that's not just in the fitness industry obviously it's creating like a moment yeah. and an experience yeah it? like yeah it's going above and showing that you there is someone out there that actually like cares yeah um, and understands sometimes like what they're going through I think so yeah so thing. i think it's a combination of me being a, a people person and being able to give back um and i find that rewarding doing things for people and then a combination of being able to express like my creative um my creative self um mm. as an outlet like through uh, makeup and bikinis and things like that um obviously I've come from an art background and all I've ever done is create yeah um so being able to express that part of me through my work for my job like that is so great I'm so lucky that I'm able to do that um and I think it's only gonna be more rewarding as like time goes forward so I suppose that but that's what makes me not just a bikini girl I love it yeah thank you so much for that babe and I hope you have all enjoyed this bikini slash makeup combo episode um I'm gonna leave George's instagrams and websites and stuff in the episode notes make sure you do go check her out she's super super helpful so make sure you do just hit her up for any advice because slide into the dms anytime you like slide (laughs) (laughs) yeah make sure you do subscribe if you haven't already and we will see you well i will see you in the next episode